Okily dokily, let's put on our game faces. Game on! Woo! This is Bronco Nation, a Midwest communications podcast. Here's your hosts, Jordan Lass and Jim Lawless. Got a pretty good feeling that uh, Spark's going to be flying today. Well, what makes you think that? We just disagree on a lot of free agency stuff for the Lions. Well, you know, it, it, this this may be the only time that I'm actually in the building this week, to be honest with you, because we had planned after the uh, double failure this last weekend. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, Robin had mentioned, well, let's do some baseball. I'm like, okay, let's do some baseball. So we had planned on Eastern Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Saturday. However, weather is changing that up. They're actually moving the game down to uh, down to the uh, southern Indiana, northern Kentucky area, Evansville, Louisville. Um, so uh, if Robin can broadcast from there, yeah, we're going to do a game, but it's kind of looking like it's not going to happen. So if nothing happens, I'm going on my own little... <laughs> Darkness retreat. I like what you did there. You're going to take some ayahuasca tea while you're at it? I got better stuff. Trust me. Blow it out both ends. (laughs) I want to start with this um, because we're we're coming to you. Actually, it is what? uh, 4-11 on Wednesday afternoon, March 15th, 2023. Free agency is officially open in the National Football League. It opened 11 minutes ago, which still tells us nothing about Sharon. I'm not yet. telling you. Well, here's here's the deal. From from what I've learned from my sources driving around today, um, Aaron went on the Pat McAfee show. Not your favorite person in the world, of course. No. And uh, he mentioned that. This is not the time to reveal anything, but the decision has already been made, and he left it at that. Did not say another freaking word. So he's leaving us hanging again. But we know that the Packers and Jets, it's pretty much a done deal. Here's the hang-up. I think it's, from what I'm hearing, it's on the Packers' side. And it's not because the Packers want multiple multiple first round picks or anything they're, they're they're they only want one i think but but they don't want multiple picks they're cool with that something is tying it up it might be money so i i don't know it could be i know that rogers wants the jets to sign like everybody that he wants that's because he's a diva he's pulling a lebron um no i think i got some levity for you a half hour ago from the new york post Aaron Rodgers news live updates star quarterback states intention of playing for the Jets saying quote it is my intention to play for the Jets. Okay, yeah, I heard I did hear that as a matter of fact. So it's it's going to happen <clears throat> how long it takes, you know, the details, everything else, it's going to work get worked out. Uh, A-Rod is going to be a or A-Raj rather is going to be a Jet. <laughs> a rash Raj. Rash. Yeah, He's a rash. Yeah. He is a rash. I'm tired of talking about him. I really am. Well, so am I, but unfortunately, he keeps throwing himself right back into the conversation, and he's good at that, and that's why he is a freaking diva. Can can we make a pact, like, right here? No. As soon as he's traded to the Jets, <clears throat> we're done talking about him. 
Uh, He's out of our world in the north. We don't need to hear about him. We don't need to talk about him. Goodbye. I will try. And by the way, the Lions have been instilled as favorites to win the NFC North. So, although Bears fans think they have the best quarterback in the in the division, so you know, uh, a couple of years down the road, they may be able to say that, but not right now. Not right now. No, no, not right now. And um, I, I know, I know what you're going to grumble about. Oh, we're going to grumble. Oh, I know what you're going to grumble about. I've got a few things to grumble about. Well, go ahead and start firing away because I, well, no, let's get hockey done. I was going to say. Let's get hockey done first and then we'll roll into it. Okay, I did I did ask for Sunday off. That didn't happen, but I didn't ask for two losses. Or wait, well, wait a minute. No, I did have Sunday off. You did. What am I talking about? I got I got it the wrong way. <laughs> <clears throat> not the not the intended purpose. No. Um, yeah, I pretty discouraging. Well, um, but I'm going to leave it alone because this is the NCHC and Colorado College. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're better than advertised, to be honest with you. And they did play Denver tough yeah. the weekend before. So we, I can't really cut the Broncos, uh, too much slack. And on top of that, we're not the best home team. No way. Not at all. No. Um, <clears throat> No, I'm just, I'm not going to waste my breath and energy on getting upset on something that really isn't worth getting upset about. Right, right, right. Um, You know, there are people around here that think they may have played themselves out of the NCAA tournament. I would say you're crazy. They're currently ranked ninth in the country. Yeah, Unless you have a ton of bubbles pop. That's what I'm talking. Okay, that's what I'm talking about because we do have have enough to kick them out. We just not. We do have quite a few teams that are um, that are not in the top sixteen nor anywhere in that neighborhood that uh, are competing for conference championships. I just including in the NCHC. So with that in mind. A team like Omaha yeah. played themselves out with their play last weekend. True. Yeah, the Omaha's done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Western's Mavericks are in. done. The Mavericks are done. To me, Western will be a three seed. I I like three. It could even be four. It depends it really on how many could. bubbles get popped. Yeah, it could be a four. I do think at the end of the day, the best teams in these leagues are going to prevail. I just... College hockey usually ends up right. that way. Now, where should they land? I wouldn't mind seeing them in the Quinnipiac region. I really wouldn't care at this point. I don't know. You know, what's your what's what what's your what's your best bet? What's your? <laughs> I don't know why you just did that. What's your best bet to make it to Tampa? I think it's the Quinnipiac region. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, Michigan region possible. Because you know Michigan's taking a one. Oh, of course. Um, Minnesota, I don't really want to be in their region. No. No. We did that once. Right. So um, let's just see where the chips fall. Sunday afternoon at 3, I think, is the selection show. I'm not sure where it's on, but I know it's on uh, TV somewhere. Okay. But um, we'll just have to go from there. Yeah. I, I didn't see or hear any of Saturday's game. Um, I was at Friday's game. <clears throat> I don't know. Okay, since you were there, did they look that bad against no. CC? Or no. or were the breaks just falling CC's way? I just felt... 
I felt breaks were going CC's way. And I think what really did the team in on Friday is that five minute major. They try to get yeah. way too cute. They're trying these stretch passes and these miraculous plays. You want to know something? Just get the puck in front of the net. Sometimes you need a greasy one, a dirty one. Right. They were trying to be too effing cute. Okay. And when you try to be too cute, it ends up biting you in the butt. Okay. Um, and, and that's what happened. It's like, I think there was a lot of frustration in the players. There was frustration in the crowd. Every time they brought it in the offensive zone after that, everybody was screaming, shoot the puck, shoot the puck, shoot the puck, shoot the puck. So everybody was coaching. Correct. Cool. And that didn't happen at a lot of the other games I went to. Right. They Um, they just didn't listen. No. Shame (laughs) on them. And I think frustration's built and... You know, that first goal went in. It was like, okay, boys, let's <clears throat> let's get it figured out. And then the, the second one in, w- went in, and I will tell you, I walked out after that. Mm-hmm. I did not have a good feeling. Okay. There's about seven minutes left. You're down a goal. Yeah, I was like, mm, I'm going to beat the traffic. Did you? I did. Good. I mean, it helps I live like five minutes from well, the arena. But. Yeah. <laughs> you could almost walk. No, that's, that's, that's a, a little bit walk. of a walk. That's a little bit of a walk. I was going to say no. You can walk here. Just saying. But I don't. But you don't. I did it a few times like a month or so ago. You lazy bum. I might start when it starts getting warmer. Okay. All right. Um, Bronco baseball now. I did mention that this Saturday's game, it's a big question mark right now. I'm leaning to it not happening. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll just continue on from there. But I do have our broadcast schedule. We have a, a few games coming up Wednesday, March tw- uh, 29th. If we don't go Saturday, we'll be our first one. Okay. Uh, and that's at Michigan State. Um, everything's on WKZO, by the way. And they're all daytime games, so there you go. Well, good old day baseball. Uh, Friday, April 7th, Akron visits us. Um, there'll be a home game. That, and by the way, guys, and girls, baseball is 100% free to go watch. So go watch. You know, just saying. Uh, Tuesday, April 11th, um, Broncos are at home again against Eastern Michigan on April 21st and Saturday the 22nd. Uh, Bowling Green's in town for those two games, and we'll have those two for you. Tuesday, May 2nd, Valparaiso comes to town. Um, actually, the Michigan State game is the only road one. Mm-hmm. Um, on Friday, May 12th, the Bobcats are here. And Thursday and Friday, May 18th and 19th, the uh, team up north comes south. Okay. So there you go. And that's our Bronco baseball schedule. I know you can't wait to get to what we're going to argue about. <laughs> I know it. I know it. <laughs> and I'm just throwing one word up there. Upgrade. You know what I'm talking about. Sorry, I was sending a text to an employee. Oh. Um, yeah, I had somebody call off. That's fun. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Especially last minute. It was like the other day, it was like, oh, I'm going home early. And then the next day, like last night, I get a text at like nine o'clock at night. Oh, I'm not going to be there. And then I get another email today. Oh, I'm going to be out the rest of the week. 
If it, you knew that was a possibility, could you have at least just told me? Is that one of you? Is that, is that one of your air staff? Correct. Oh, looks like a sweeper fest. Yeah, correct. <laughs> That's always fun. Yeah, because you because Grandpa Jim is way too old to be spinning this crap. So well, we we will see. <laughs> we will see if Antonia can cover. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Free agency open for the Lions. I felt that there was a lot of work to do. Um, I'm getting discouraged right now because I feel like I'm watching the last several years, these one, two-year prove-it rinky-dink deals. Um, I've got news for you guys. If you have any aspirations of winning anything of value, just doing it through the draft and one- to two-year prove-it deals, not going to get you there. Right. Exactly. It's just not. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I, I'm a little discouraged at this point because I did not like the re-signing of Alex Anzalone. I think he's ass. I, he, you could have got, hey, I just looked it up. You could have got Levante David for the same price, and he signed a one-year deal. Supercomputer in the middle of that defense, quarterbacking your youngins. But you decided to re-sign Anzalone to bring the band back. Great. Awesome. I have no problem with it. I don't like it. Well, that that linebacking core was absolutely <clears throat> dreadful last year. But and you, Anzalone and the, was a bright spot in that trash. Oh, terrific. Great. That's like saying James Houston looked really good. Yes, because the lo- rest of them weren't very good. I'm not in the in, in the business of relying on 6th and 7th round draft picks to be just as good the following year. You're you basically what you in that scenario it's like duct tape and hopes and dreams. Go get me some guys to go with the young talent. Compliment. We can't rely on sixth and seventh rounders like Malcolm Rodriguez and James Houston to take another step. You can't. That's living on hopes and dreams, man. That's thoughts and prayers, totes and pears. Not interested in it. <laughs> and people want to talk about the future three, four, or five years from now. Who cares? It's win now, guys. Nothing is guaranteed. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Win now. I don't care about the future. Spend the money. Do you think the Los Angeles Rams care about Matt Stafford? No. They're looking to trade him. Because guess what? They won at Super Bowl, and that's all that matters. So what you're referring to is the upgrade. Yes, is David Montgomery an upgrade versus Jamal Williams? Absolutely. Yes, it is. He's three years younger, and he's not going to cost you as much because Jamal's going to cash in. My problem is, in the NFL, repeat after me, Bronco Nation, we do not pay running backs. Say it again with me. We do not pay running backs. Running backs. We it didn't is not pay 2005 a, anymore. We didn't it is not pay a premium a position. Samaj P. Ryan just signed a three and a half million dollar a year deal. Seven million bucks for two years. That's all it costs to the Bengals. You're paying this guy almost double. And they're probably right around the it's same a, skill it's set. A th- it's a three year. I understand it's that, a, but you're paying him six million a year versus the three and a half they're paying P. Ryan. I'm glad you said Bronco Nation because we're 15 minutes into this and no one's uttered a word about it. We have an intro so, that says it and our names. Yep. Yeah, yeah. What up? Shut up. By the way, we shut should up. probably mention Sweetwater's Donuts. 
Uh, they are the one sponsor that hasn't dropped us yet. And and we forgot to totally men- mention them last week. Oops. Whoops. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Jim. He's Jordina. We have to re- redo the uh, open. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you're going all diva on me and bitching and yelling and whatever. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> okay. So something I am happy about, Cam Sutton, love it. Oh yeah, that's great. Love it. Oh, great, great pickup. Cheap, and I wouldn't say cheap, but it's it's a good market value. It's 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 cheap compared to what you were gonna have to pay somebody like Bradbury or something like that. You got a very good deal. Right. He's exactly. twenty eight years old. He's done nothing but get better every single year, and he's stepping into his prime. Correct. So it's like that was an awesome signing. You look at the numbers. He is a <laughs> lockdown corner. I'll give um, you that. So I'll he's gonna that. he's gonna fit well with Okuda. They went ahead and got Mosley. I didn't like it. Again, it's one of those one year, two year prove it deals. However, I did see something last night that made me like it. They played together at Rocky Top, so there is quite a bit of familiarity between Mosley and Sutton. Mm-hmm. So I think that does bode well for that cornerbacking core. Um, I also do like the fact that it probably means they're not going to pick one at 6 or 18. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Why Just the hell would you do that? Don't go don't don't go quarterback. That's all no. I ask. No. No, 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 no. No. Even though we still need a we still need a quality backup. We still have to find that somewhere. Correct. And there's guys out there. Yeah. I think Bridgewater's an option. Mariota's an option. Yeah, if they if they'll take second string, they have to. They don't have a choice. Who's going to Sign them to be their quarterback. Nobody. That's, that's true. At a certain point, you just kind of have to take a job mm-hmm. if you want to stay in the league. Or or you go to the route A.J. McCarron did, and, and you take a huge pay cut just to play. Right. But it's the XFL, so snore. Um, It's kind of like the USFL, snore. Um, I don't need football all year, especially at a downgraded, watered-down version. No, thanks. Yeah, I haven't watched the XFL in the last couple of weeks. You know, I watched a couple of games, you know, here and there, not not start to finish or front to back, but... It literally doesn't you know. even move the needle for me. I'm I not just, interested. You know. Okay. I like watching the best in the sports, and uh, NFL is the top, so... Okay. Um. Yeah, I just... I'm upset now because I just saw that Levante David re-signed with the Bucks for that one-year deal. Um. Because I wanted that linebacker. I think what needs to be done still, they got to fortify that front seven. I think if you do that, it really will hide deficiencies in your secondary. Oh, I forgot. Why is Will Harris still on my football team? I can't answer that. Why is he coming back? I I can't answer that. That made my head explode. He played so bad last year. What what did you see that said, oh, gosh, we got to have that guy back? Well, all right, maybe Dan and Brad know something we don't. Who Let's knows? hope so because because yeah. <clears throat> I was asking that question at the end of the season. Why is Will Harris on my football team? He stinks. Your football team. Yep. You writing the checks? Nope. I didn't think so. Yeah, but without us fans, they're nothing. So there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I think you got to fortify that front seven, and I think with six and eighteen, I need somebody that's going to go kill, kill the quarterback. Pun uh-huh. intended. Right. You need Will Anderson or Jalen Carter at six. 
I'm not worried about the Jalen Carter stuff anymore. Yeah, and see, I tried to tell you that. I tried to tell you that. Let's play with the upside. Jalen Carter is going to be a good football player. He's a monster. He just, he just needs to keep his nose clean. He does. So, Stop racing, please. Yes. Um, No, I think 18... I wouldn't be surprised to see a running back or a running back. You do that's another thing we don't do, Bronco well, Nation. Well, you, we do not take running backs in the first round. Um, <laughs> wide receiver. You know what, J- Jalen Carter, you know what? If he scores bank with the Lions, I know. He could go buy an hour or two at MIS and go drive as fast as he wants there to. There we go. You know. We yeah, we could even get him at the one <laughs> off of one thirty one in Martin. Yeah, there you he go. He really wants oh. to. Yeah. We can do a promotion uh, for that. Go meet Jalen Carter. Yeah. As he drives himself right into M222 <laughs> because it's not a circle. It's a straight track. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He'd probably like the straight track better. Yeah. Because that's essentially what they were doing was drag well, racing. That's true, but you have to eventually stop. Uh. <laughs> what I was trying to say before we got completely off the rails was at 18. What, we do that? Get out of here. At 18, I would not be surprised to see a wide receiver or a lineman. And okay. I'm leaning lineman. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I mean, uh, why not? Okay. What else are you going to take there? Okay. Yeah. And we probably could pick up another wide out. Uh, Chark is gone. Yeah. Um. We could, yeah. I don't think you have to kill yourself over a ride receiver, though. No, but but having another one, another quality one, yes. yeah, or one that can turn into quality. Then answer me this: Do you draft one later on in the draft, or do you sign somebody, <sighs> or do you make a trade for somebody? You know what I want to see later. Higgins. You know what I yeah, you know what I want to see later in the draft? This is where I would like to see a quarterback picked up if the Lions pick up one later in the draft. Okay? D- does that sound fair? No. Why? I'm not wasting a premium asset on a player that's probably never going to see the field. Then I we're talking we're talking like down rounds 4, 5, 6. No. And this would be someone who would be a backup and maybe someone that can learn to take over. I love when people say, oh, just take somebody in the fourth or fifth, sixth round, and that could be Tom Brady. Do you know how often that happens? Did I say that? That's where you're leading. No, that's not where I'm. I wasn't even going there. It doesn't happen. It's I, just, to I, me, it's I, like. I, I broke the Brady umbilical cord. I'm good. You want to know what it's like to me? Buying a Powerball ticket. You might as well just light your money on fire. I think I've done that. Take take somebody in the fourth or fifth round, sixth round, seventh round that could actually make a difference. Look at James Houston. Sixth round pick. He made a difference, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And then you just got done yelling about him. What is a back? Because we're over we're overvaluing players. You don't know that. Yes, we are. You don't know that. Okay. You don't know that. James I don't know that. James Houston is not the same without Hutch. Let's put it that way. Okay. So that's why I'm saying getting somebody oppo Hutch, that's no offense, better than James Houston. And here's the thing. Your front seven on that front four on your line, you need eight guys to, to shift in and out anyways. You want the model for defense? Go look at the San Francisco 49ers. 
a bevy of guys that they float in and out at the linebacking position as well. Their quarterbacks are ass. They're not very good at all. No. But guess what? They get hidden when your front seven is that good. That's what I've been screaming. People want these like elite corners and all this stuff. And it's like, guess what? You don't need elite corners if you got an elite front seven. Oh, and by the way, our brand new running back ran his butt off for a for an offensive line that totally sucked. You know he was like 30th in the league in yards, right? Just saying. Uh-huh. Just saying. Okay. It's not like he was some stud. He's a threat. And now tomato, he has a tomato. and now he has a line. Now tomato, he has a tomato. line. Let's see what happens. Now he has a line. Here's my question. Do you release it Swift? You cut his ass? Not Swift, no. I no. think no. you think about Will- it. Williams, yes, yeah, Swift, no, because Swift can catch the ball. Did you see? Yeah, Did but, you notice- but guess what one skill he doesn't have? Availability. Skill is an availability, or avail- availability is a skill, my friend. It really is, and a lot of people don't have it because they can't stay on the field. I'm not interested in having a running back. That I constantly have to fill holes because he can't make the field. Cut him. You're not going to trade him. Who wants him? He's got no value. If he can't stay on the field, nobody's going to want him. Cut him. Why would I pay him? What if he makes it through this year unscathed? Does he play the same? I don't know. Cut him. If he plays really well, guess what you're going to have to do him? Pay him. And guess what we don't do, Bronco Nation? We do not... Pay running backs. backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. (laughs) I'm under the philosophy, I think a lot of teams should be drafting a running back every year. They're a dime a dozen. Go get one off the scrap heap. Look at Kansas City. You talk about hiding deficiencies with the the 49ers. They had a seventh-round draft pick at running back, and they won. Uh Uh-huh. So when you have weapons around, you don't need Saquon Barkley. You don't need Zeke Elliott. But running back, it's not 2005 anymore. It's not the days of Sean Alexander and Priest Holmes and who was the guy for the, the Ravens? Lewis, I think maybe it was, the running back. Jamal? No. I think it was Jamal Lewis. Yeah, Jamal Lewis, yeah. What I'm getting at, war done, others, what I'm getting at, we're out of those times. It, running back in today's game is not a premium position. It just isn't. These teams that go out and pay these running backs, what have they won? Derrick Henry and the Titans. Uh, I'll hold. Nothing. Zeke Elliott and the Cowboys, what have they won? Nothing. The Giants and Saquon Barkley, what have they won? Nothing. We don't pay running backs. But they've been to the playoffs. Your definition of something and my definition of something are two completely different things. Yeah, I know. The one that came close was Todd Gurley. And guess what happened after he did it? He basically died because both of his knees blew out. We don't pay running backs. So my challenge to the Lions, you're not done in free agency. You need to go get a couple of more guys. And you got to hit this draft. Yeah. You do. Oh, absolutely. You take a quarterback in the first round, my head might explode. It would be so irresponsible. I just, I don't get why fans throw shade at Goff. 
I don't get it. I know he's not sexy, guys. He's a serviceable quarterback for the offense that is on the field for the Lions. He's perfect for them. He's perfect. He's a game manager, and he fits in the system. Yeah. You surround a bunch of talent around him. He doesn't need to be Patrick Mahomes. Now, do you does anybody remember Scott Mitchell? Yeah. Yeah. He was he was serviceable, but look what made him good. Weapons. Including running back, wide receiver, Herman Moore, tight Barry ends. Sanders. Mm-hmm. You need weapons. So I just I don't know. This is very good coffee, by the way, Jordan. <laughs> is that the stuff from that yeah. downstairs? No, actually, this is a cake up. Some of your fog, yeah. You know, fog lifter. It, it, it's good coffee because we don't skimp over here. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> McKinney and I buy good coffee. Okay, I'll give you that. And it's not too expensive either. Yeah. Well, you buy good coffee when there's nothing thrown in it. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go with that. When you when you start throwing maple syrup and coconut and everything, no. Yeah, we get the flavored ones quite a bit, and for whatever reason, he doesn't like them. I, I like them because then I don't have to put creamer in it. You don't have to put creamer in black coffee anyway. The stuff downstairs? Well, the stuff downstairs, you need a medic. <laughs> I've been here too long, dude. <laughs> and if you think it's bad here, you should have seen Westnage. Oh gosh, I've got a okay, friend I'm here, just saying. and I was like, "Do you really drink the coffee down there?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "You know, we have a Keurig back here, don't you?" <laughs> we're not, we're not dummies. No, <laughs> it's even more fun when someone decides to make coffee downstairs and then leaves the burner on overnight. Oh yeah, the smell is just terrific. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. motor oil. Mmm. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> oh my gosh oh well, look at that payroll late awesome gotta love it say what uh one of my employees turning in payroll late oh how nice i just love being a manager can't you tell uh-huh you're screaming yelling oh commander right, signed Brissett. Right, right. heineke went to the falcons Juju Smith-Schuster to the Patriots. Wow. Buccaneers bringing in Mayfield. And um, by the way, let's 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 drag let's drag this uh, defender that used to play for the Lions back into uh, back into play. There are a lot of people that want him back now. No, why not? No, I just don't. It goes back to the things that he was saying during Super Bowl week. Well, he hates Patricia. That's a, that's all it was, and that's why he that's why he's getting cut by the Eagles. You know what it tells me though? He has a really hard time of moving on and letting things go. Gee, um, someone that it was in a darkness retreat not too long ago has the same problem. Plus, he's thirty-two, man. So. I just, I just, I think you did what you needed to with Cam Sutton. You signed Mosley. Why do we need a fourth? You already got Okuda. I just, I don't know. Hmm. 
It's a it's a thought, but but Slay would look good in that backfield with all that. You know, that would be an upgrade. That would. I don't like seeing this. A nine pounds heavier Jalen Carter struggled at his pro day. Really? Well, then let's get off the Jalen Carter train and go elsewhere. Uh, Jordan Poyer going to the Bills on a two-year deal, the safety. Those are the biggest. Oh, Rankins going to the Texans. One year, 10 and a half mil. It's quite a bit. That's too much. For Rankins? Yeah. It's too much for that's too much for ninety percent of the linemen. Yeah, I I'm really starting to wonder if Lamar Jackson's gonna get dealt. I think he should have just taken the offer that they gave to him. Mm-hmm. I I don't understand what he's doing. His knees are bad. <clears throat> like he should have just taken the money. Right. Like, I... well, there's always retirement, you know. Yeah, he I don't is... think I don't think he's ready though. He wants a fully guaranteed contract. Like, dude, what? I want a fully guaranteed contract. People in hell want ice water. I'd like a million dollars. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Bradbury, speaking of which, returning to the Eagles on a three-year. $38 million deal. So compare that to Cam Sutton. Okay. Very good. Very good deal. I picked a good year to stay out of the brackets this year because the field is so damn wide open. Oh, gosh. It's, I, it's insane. I haven't even had a chance to look at it. The, the only thing that still pisses me off is this first four. I do. It, it I should don't get be, it. It should be. It should be. You know, if you're going to 68 teams and you have teams, why do we have teams playing each other for a a, a, a lot for for an 11 spot or a six spot or it's whatever? Dumb. It's dumb. 16. They all. You know, if you're going to do first four, every single spot should be for the 16th spot in each reason. You know, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. It's stupid. I, I'm not a fan of it either. And it's you know, yeah, okay, and and well, the, then people won't come out. Yes, they will. The people of Dayton love the fact that two days of the tournament are spent in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, especially the first two. It's like they're the jumping point for some teams. Make them all 16 seed. It's winners are 16 seeds. They play the one. Here's my thing, though. Here's where I'll play devil's advocate. I never liked before we did the four playing games. I never liked that one playing game where you pit two 16 seeds against each other. My thing with those types of teams, they got in on a bid by winning their tournament. Why am I going to punish them by making them play into the tournament? I like making the teams, the power fives that squeak their asses in there by the skin of their teeth. Yeah, they should have to play for a shot. And and make them the 16th. It, it doesn't you know, matter. They're, they're, all right, the let, problem, let, let, but let, here's the problem. The reason the teams that are 16 seeds are m- very mid-major colleges, like Oakland and others, they're not very good. Right. So how? But how, then how can you take a power five that is better than that one school. Maybe. 
Why do you make them a 16? Maybe. Make them all 11s and just say, hey, look, if you're an 11, that means you're the one of the last four teams in. It's not fair that these schools that get in by winning their tournaments and have great records. I mean, some of these 16 seeds have really good records. But and, they're not, yeah, and they, and but they, they don't play great competition. But but they still shouldn't. If, if you win your conference tournament, you should not be in as a 16. So I agree and disagree with you. I agree that, you know, I don't like the games. I disagree in the fact that 16 seeds should be playing each other for a spot in. They should just be in. For a lot of those kids just getting in, they'll never forget that moment in their life. That is one of the things I love about March Madness. It's not even the tournament. It's championship week. Seeing these schools that don't have an outside chance to get in, get in on that automatic bid. Right. It's electrifying. And then the complete and utter just collapse and disappointment on the other side. The dichotomy of it is just, oh, this is what March is all about, man. Right. I love March Madness. I've been saying it all week. It is still one of the rare things that makes me feel like a kid again. I'll give you that. I just, oh my God, March is amazing. It really is. Um, My early lean right now without really looking at the bracket, Purdue. Yeah. I'm thinking... Gonzaga may may just sneak away with a three seed and come out and win it all. Maybe. 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 It is possible. It's open for everybody. There yeah, really it, isn't a dominant team in there. Yeah, and that yeah, that's the thing. You want parody? You, you got, got it. it. You got it. <laughs> there you, you go. You got it. Um, no, I think my brother says he's made the ultimate betting guide. He's done like it was like sixteen hours of research or something. He's been listening to podcasts and looking at numbers and stuff. So I haven't had time. Uh, the game starts tomorrow. I don't have time tonight. I'm taking half days the next two days. I might up, end up just taking a full day Friday. Um, yeah, I'm telling you, man, my next two days, all well, four days, really. Basketball, booze, a few betting, other things. Betting. And betting. A few other things. And betting. I'm going to bet my butt off. And if I lose so, a bunch of money, who cares? So um, which which freeway exit will we see you standing by next week? I, I just want to know right now, and and I'll let everybody know, you know, come by, drop something off for them. Okay? Just saying. Uh, you do realize I'm still in plus money, right? Yeah, but it could all end painfully. But But here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not a gambling addict. I don't have these very bad tendencies that most gambling addicts have. No, you see, yeah, he, he's not a gambling addict, but ladies and gentlemen, he sends me his winnings. <laughs> he shows it to me. He shows me the screenshot. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, he has no problem. Sure. No problem whatsoever. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, cool. See, I don't have the erratic behavior. As a better, the things that you can't get caught up in one, chasing losses. Sometimes if you have a string of losses, the best thing to do is just stop for a couple of days. Take a breather. What a lot of people will do is they'll make a big bet, they'll lose, and then they'll make a bunch of bets that same day trying to make up for it. Well, their head's not clear, they're making bad bets, and they compound the issue. 
So you can't get caught up in that. Okay, I'll give you that. Uh, another one, don't bet on your own teams. Don't do it. That is a cardinal sin when it comes to betting. You do not do it. You can't you have to take all of your emotions out of it. So, um yeah, you just got to be responsible about it. I don't bet more than I could afford to lose. You know, it's just it's being smart. There's so many people that they just go out of control. You should voice a PSA. I really should. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, spo- a sponsor boy for it, man. I think it's a great thing. It enhances your watching experience. And one of the other things you got to realize is better. You're not going to get rich doing it. Professional betters, the best they do is maybe 60%. Probably closer to 55. Hmm. So nobody's uh, getting rich doing this. <laughs> Tell that to my friend who's currently in Thailand because he got bored uh, gambling in Vegas. He won so much money. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> some of us, <clears throat> some of us are making money doing this. Okay. Yeah. Not all of us. Right. Actually a large portion. And that's the thing. Like you always got to remember the house is always going to win. They, they will. Um, and like another tip, if you're betting, don't bet on the side. Everybody's on. It's too easy. Usually when that happens, you lose. I love being on the side that nobody wants to be on. Because then that helps Vegas win. When everybody's betting on one team, they don't want that team to win. They can't have it. They'll lose all their money. So oftentimes, if there's a heavy favorite, you go the opposite direction. Just take all of these tips into consideration. So you're going to bet on the Packers winning the North this year, right? Ha. (laughs) Ha. I might bet on the Lions. I might bet on the Lions. Now you just told me don't bet on your own team. This is a different situation. Uh-huh. They're yeah. building. In what here. way? They're building something here, and it's a few. And it's a futures pick. They might be. They might be plus odds. They could be plus five hundred, and I put down five bucks, and you win a bunch of money. Don't bet on your own team. Wait, double turn. I'm talking about in specific games, like future bets. All. Hands are off there. Like, mm. you can do what you want. Okay. Because usually you, when you're doing future odds, your odds are way better. It's like betting on golf. I'm going to be doing a lot of that this summer. You can bet on people to place in the top 10. You can bet on to place in the top five. You can bet on them to win. But even at even in the top 20, the odds are so much better. Bet on golf? Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll also be betting on baseball and horse racing. Well, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, baseball, horse racing, okay, yeah. Golf. You throw a long shot. Some of these guys have, like, plus 1,200 odds. You put five bucks down, you win. That pays for betting for, like. And that's a new definition of long shot. (laughs) (laughs) Ayo. Look at that. We filled 45 minutes. Huh? Really? Yeah. Wow. How'd that happen? Eh, Me rambling about gambling. Okay. (laughs) Not just that. But, guys, don't be a dummy. And if you got a problem, call the number. Yeah. Please call the number. I know Jim jokes about me living under an overpass at some point. Nobody wants that. Mm-mm. Nobody wants no. to lose their house. Be careful. No. Now, you see, back in the day, I I, I, I would uh, bet on myself bowling. But I. Okay, Pete Rose. I, I was. No, I mean, <laughs> jackpots. Jackpots. Gotcha. Jackpots. Gotcha. But I was playing out of my league. You were. I was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Hey, see, I was going up against, I was throwing up five bucks a game against 220, 230 average bowlers, and I was sitting at 05, 210. No. Yeah. Yeah, out of my league. Yeah. So, you know, I thought ah, I could take you guys down, and on occasion I did, but most times I didn't. Correct. So, yeah. Those little wins did not make up for all of those losses. No. No, Just no. The same, th- same thing with gambling. As yeah. far as that goes, because well, you you just pretty much said that a couple yeah, of minutes ago. I did. Mm-hmm. And baseball is interesting because you can't bet favorites. It's too hard of a game. No. So what, what you're doing with baseball is you're betting underdogs. Yeah. And and you and you have to look at who's pitching. Yes. And what the you're what the lineup spots. that is probably going to be set up Correct. by the other team. You're looking for spots, right. players taking exactly. time off. Exactly. Um and with that, you gotta know that you're gonna go through a string of losses. But when you're betting plus odds, uh-huh. one win can make up for three or four losses. Right. See, it's betting one on one with Jordan. Oh. I smell a podcast coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's Jordan, Mr. Pod. Trying to get radio into the 21st century. We'll get there someday. Hopefully. Maybe. Um, You should take phone calls. Ah! We could. Some (laughs) podcasts out there do it. Um, I don't have anything else. I don't either. It's kind of a light week. Okay, I do want to talk... um, just Tigers and Cubs really, really fast. The Tigers, uh, Spencer Torkinson is actually looking better. Good, because he did not start preseason very well. No, he, well, wait, he's been hitting the ball. But problem is he hits it to people. Okay. Yeah, and his power's still, not there. The power's coming around. It is. So whatever work that uh, the Tigers brass are doing with Spencer, it it, it seems to be working. Let's I'm, see how the regular season unfolds. I'm still worried. Um, Tigers, you know, you never count spring ball. Tigers, yeah, I, I, I don't know if they're going to break 80 wins or not. I don't oh. think they will. Oh. The Cubs, I think, have will. a shot at it, and they and and they could even, they may even be threatening the division. I was going to say they're definitely going to flirt with a wild card, at least. So, if not more, um, yeah, Tigers, it's going to be buckle up, guys. Going to be another rough one, but expect it. That's just and, it. And expect Scott it. told you, Scotty told you to expect it. Mm-hmm. It's got work to do, guys. Yeah. It's not going to be perfect. Exactly. exactly. Actually, it's going to be far from it. Oh, I got one more thing. I think I think Mr. Harris had a little discussion with one Jim Price because I have not heard over the last couple of broadcasts in oh, the limited in the limited listening that I've done the words yellow hammer, um, buggy whip, art of pitching, art of hitting, none of it, zero. First week, that's all I heard. After that, no. I think Scott said something. I think he did. I think he said, dude, stop. You need to stop. Yeah. Or Scott brought in, I don't know, consultants or somebody. That told him to stop. Quit it. Quit it. Yeah. Stop with the crutches. So that I'm sure that is just refreshing. It, it is. It's still, Jim, you're, you're 78. Retire. Yeah. Retire. It's relax. For somebody- enjoy. I mean, for crying out loud, you suffer diabetes. He's not take, well at the travel take, anymore. Take 
time for yourself, man. You you don't have a lot more time on this planet, man. Take Mm-mm. some time for yourself and chill out and go watch the game down in down behind home plate and eat popcorn, sip a beer, whatever. And just allow somebody new in. That too. <clears throat> I just think we have to kind of even with the players, especially as much as they're changing, I mean, a lot of the familiar faces are going to be gone. Cabby's going to be gone. Um, I think it's time to just usher in a new era of Tiger baseball. Yeah. So. All right, kids. Reminder, um, NCAA Hockey Selection Show, Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock. Don't know where? Um, just t- Google it. Hunt it. We'll, we'll figure it out. And we will talk about it next week, yep. obviously. We'll talk about what happened with the first and second rounds of the tournament. Right. So next week, probably going to be a little bit more up-tempo, uh, probably more of a rapid-fire type stuff. So. If Jordan's not begging for money everywhere. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Oh, my gosh. I'm done. I'm Jim. He's Jordan. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bronco Nation podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode.